Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey friends, welcome to the Bustle Huddle. I'm Caitlin Abra, your host and senior features editor here at Bustle. So today we're talking about taking care of ourselves, scheduling time to stretch and moisturize, eat good food, and relax. We're also going to talk about how being organized plays into all of this, because you kind of have to get your act together before you can really get your act together. You know what I mean? To kick things off, me and fellow features editor Gabby Moss chat with Bustle's beauty editor Olivia Mentor about her internet-famous nighttime routine and Gabby's low-maintenance version. Then, Bustle's fashion and beauty features editor, Amanda Richards, sits down with Queer Eyes Jonathan Van Ness to talk about all things grooming. So, every time we sit down to record the podcast, Julia and Anna always ask me what I eat for breakfast. This is an old audio engineering trick. It gets people to chat about something everyone loves, food, while also checking their sound levels. But lately, when Julia or Anna asks, my answer has become predictable. Okay, uh, what do you have for breakfast today? A smoothie. Well, first oh, I did surprise. yoga. <laughs> and avocado toast too, right? <laughs> yep. A smoothie, some avocado toast. Were you wearing your fluffy robe while? Uh, maybe. Before or after yoga? <laughs> I'm not superior. What I will say is that I've only been doing this since January, which is also when we've you know, been recording the podcast. Still impressive. So, <laughs> oh, so the podcast changed your life. <laughs> Bustle Huddle changed my life, (laughs) but I think if you guys had known me before, you would have seen, mm, like, what a hot mess I I was. And I think that's something a lot of people can relate to, is getting a little older and wanting to take a little bit better care of yourself. My body wants me to take better care of (laughs) it. Yeah, that's an aspirational goal, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Everything on me is screaming to be taken care of. Okay, so let's unpack that a little bit, Anna. (laughs) (laughs) Where do we start? Where do we start? How do you feel about routines generally? I don't have a routine, but I do aspire to have one. I think I'm at the turning point in my life, early 30s, where I really want to like hammer down like a set routine of self-care every morning because I'm beginning to realize more and more that if I don't take care of myself that I can't take care of the people around me. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of walk me through a normal, a normal evening morning? and morning? Okay so my morning is usually me um, I set multiple alarms I set about six alarms probably like four on my phone and two on my little Philips light up lamp. Today I snoozed for one full hour Woke up, realized I was going to be really late, splashed water on my face, brushed my teeth, put in some dry shampoo, got dressed, put a Soylent in my pocket, sipped on the Soylent in the subway, put on some mascara in the subway, and stopped and got coffee and a donut. That was my morning today, and that's pretty typical, is me just like in a panic, having slept in an hour later than I assumed I would. I'm listening to you explain this, and I'm hearing that you've already set yourself up for failure in a few different ways. (laughs) Really? Well, one, you're setting multiple alarms. 
you are thinking, I'm going to fail here before you even get into mm. bed. But also, what time are you going to bed? Well, last night I went to bed at one. Mm-hmm. So what time are you waking up? I tried to wake up at seven. It's not enough sleep. You know that's not enough sleep. I know. This is where I live. <laughs> so I know you want to work on your nighttime and morning routines a little bit. But I think that there's a broader thing here about you wanting to be more organized. Absolutely. Especially you were saying your inbox. Yeah, my, my email inbox is a big toxic garbage dump. <laughs> and since that's my livelihood, I should probably clean it up, right? Yeah. And you said something to me earlier about like how you kind of thought you had an excuse because you're creative. Yeah. So I think as someone who works in a creative field, I have given myself liberty to be messy. Be like, oh, it's okay because like it's all about my output. It doesn't matter what the process is. However, you know, it really does affect every person that I'm working with. So like if I'm disorganized, then I'm inconveniencing other people. So I was like, okay, Anna, you got to clean this mess up. And who better than somebody who has a podcast about email? I went to Nicole Dressel, who is the co-host of the podcast Inbox. It's all about email, but also like direct messages, PMs. I sat down with Nicole and usually she's invading people's privacy by getting them to pull up, you know, a random message in their history. For me, she decided to get me to Inbox Zero. And you have 4,584 uh-huh. unread in your work email. Oh, yeah, or just in, that's just unread. Uh, yeah, that's just unread. Okay. I left it a horror show just for you. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. What? Sorry. I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because I was just like, okay, what? I don't even know how to help you. You're in so deep. And <laughs> did she kick you out right then and there? I think she may have wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen Broad City? Uh, yeah, of course. Of course, right. So, you know, Alana works at Deals, Deals, Deals. Mm-hmm. So, Nicole plays her coworker. Oh my Nicole. gosh, I thought she sounded familiar. Yeah, and I have never felt more like Alana in my entire life. <laughs> God, I sound like every girl, every 20 year old girl in the world. But <laughs> I mean, she hates me. you do wear a lot of crop tops. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> if we go back to the beginning of February, do you think there are any emails from January back? that you're actually expected to deal with? There are a few. But, I mean, do you think, like, if we were to archive them, you would oh, forget I will about remember. them? Oh, I great, will great, know. Great. Yeah. Okay, great. You can archive anything. These things okay. are very much on my mind. Okay, great. So that's what we're going to start with. We're going to start with going back. This is nerve-wracking. Is it nerve-wracking? I'm not judging you. I'm just bit. looking at your emails. You can judge me. It's fine. Wow, we're back this is, a this thousand is, emails. You should judge this. Everything from January 31st on is getting archived. This is not enough. This is not even, I'm not even doing this. That's not enough. Okay, no, here's what we're doing. We're we're leaving the last hundred emails. This is where I break your podcast. This is where you break my podcast. This is where you break my brain, Anna. <laughs> All 9,195 conversations in your primary mail. We haven't even gone into the social or promotions tabs, by the way. <laughs> I'm about to archive them all. Okay. And then we're going to go back into the archive and unarchive some of them. Alrighty. Okay. Oh, that's good. That's So smart. we're archiving all. <gasps> I want to throw up. <laughs> Confirm press bulk okay. action. No, you press OK. Are you, really? Are Confirm you sure? bulk action. This action okay. will affect all 9,095 conversations. Let's go. I'm reckless. Do it, do it, do it. Obviously. Do it, do it, do it. Do it. Oh, I want to throw up. I mean, imagine if you were deleting. Oh, can you imagine if I did that? Yeah. Would you be angry? Yeah, probably. OK, that's fair. So you archive something like 9,000 emails. Yeah, my poor computer did. <laughs> It took a while. Can't believe it's still working. There's a lot for it to process. 
And it's not giving us any sense of progress either. Oh, yeah, I know. Because I feel like at least the dot, dot, dot should be moving. Too bad you can't put a face mask on your computer. <laughs> like a sheet mask <laughs> over his little screen. He needs it. He needs a night in. <laughs> oh, they live. Oh, oh. oh, whoa. Oh, what's going on? Yeah, we eventually got it. Like things were archived, but it didn't end there. You can't just archive and step away. Okay, so how do you feel about looking at an email where it says your primary tab is empty? I feel I feel like I'm fired. <laughs> okay. You feel fired. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to select your last 50 and we're going to move them to your inbox. And we're just going to do that for the next. We're going to do that for the first 200. And then we're going to go through. Do you think this person who's offering a front row ticket for a show on Thursday you're going to go to? I'm not. Okay. No. And this is not an email directly to you. It's an email generally. So you don't need to respond. It, right? I'm going to archive it. Do oh, you okay, delete things? Oh, I've never deleted scary. anything. Never? Ever? No. What if it's like a nasty letter from your ex? I don't have exes. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Archive me. Archive me right away. Let's do it. As soon as, no. The, Anna, this is what's going to change is as soon as you have completed a transaction, archive. Okay. Archive immediately. You did your part. There was nostalgia there. The thing is, there's not nostalgia there. <laughs> what nostalgia was there? There's not Remember nostalgia Remember when there. I confirmed with Nicole this morning? No. Yeah. There's, that's not what nostalgia is. So this is the first thing that we're going to do. Uh, and I want this, this is going to become a regular part of your process. I'm going to have you respond to this email that just came in to the email you responded to before. Okay. Somebody's asking you to send a location to something. So you're going to send it. Now, do you need to mark down in a calendar somewhere that this meeting is happening? Yeah. Is there I anything left should. for you to do in relation to this? You know, Great. yeah. You're going to do should. it right away. I should put it on my calendar. And now what do you do? Oh, I, did you see what I did? I almost just went back. Yes. But what do you do first? I, I archive it. And why are you archiving it? Because I don't need it no more. I did my job. Exactly. Do you need to save this email where somebody tells you they were out of office on March 2nd? <laughs> no, that's a no. No, I definitely don't. You don't. No. Sorry, I'm not mad at you, but I sound mad at you. A little bit. And I'm not. I'm not. Oh, we're so close to done. Okay. All right, so let's look at your 17 unread messages. Oh, my gosh. Okay, but we can delete that one up top. So we're going to get you down to only read emails. I feel like I'm like, um, what is that, like Marie Kondoing things? Yes, that's what this like, is. Yeah, that's a little I got... bit what this is. Cool. So when you look at your email, it's just these things. That's pretty incredible. Yes. Yeah. So now your email doubles as a to-do list. And I know I promised you inbox zero, but I think it's just reasonable to walk away with inbox 10. I have a lot to do. Let's be honest. Yeah, it would be yeah. a lot. It would be a lot yeah. to go from 9,000 to zero. Yeah. But this is what we're looking at now. It's beautiful. How do you feel? How do you really I feel, feel looking good. at it? I feel good. So like you can almost see the little eggy guy behind it. And yeah. Like, that's kind of my goal is just to, to be able to see the eggy guy. Yeah. I think that's an excellent him. goal. And like, look, yeah. how many emails would it take for you to see the eggy guy? Like five, maybe. Yeah. If you yeah. handle five more emails, you can see the eggy guy. People don't yeah. understand what that means. Your background is an eggy guy. It's Gudetama. Oh my God. Anna, I just looked at how many tabs you have open. Okay, Anna. So this is something we definitely have in common. I have a lot of tabs open. Since I was like a little kid, it was always a thing. My mom, like, it drove my mom crazy how messy I was. And I feel like in the last few years, I've tried to get my act together. But I think this is something that you're going through right now, right? First of all, I'm very surprised that you don't ascribe to the tab zero lifestyle. I don't, yeah. Mm -hmm. Tab 30, like come from a messy family. And just assume that, you know, nobody expects me to be organized because that's not my identity, but I, um, I'm growing up and, you know, I asked Nicole and she told me, like, my actions affect others. So, like, if I don't watch my email, for example, like, I'm going to miss things and inconvenience others. And it, that really, you know, kind of drew me to attention. Because somebody has to 
pick up the slack somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I don't really believe in exceptional excuses, like excuses for exceptional talent or exceptional ability because there's enough people who are talented, but like also doing the work. Mm -hmm. And I know the world isn't fair, but to me, it seems like I'm definitely not going to make allowances for unfair, unequal treatment. I think the hardest part about routines is maintaining them. Oh, absolutely. And that's something that I am still struggling with. Um, I think everyone struggles it with it their entire lives, right? What did Nicole tell you about staying the course? I mean, she just emphasized that it's going to be a daily habit for me. And also that I'm going to have to like deal with emails as they come in individually. For me, once I did it, it became like the new normal. It feels productive and it feels like, okay, if I can do this, everything else is going to get more manageable. So I think it's just about forcing yourself to do it. Which like extends to everything in your life, right? Like if I can start dealing with my email as it comes in, I can also start doing my dishes as I make them dirty. I can start picking up my clothes after myself. That stuff is really hard. It I is. mean, most days you guys didn't ask me if I do the dishes before I leave the house. You know, if I'm making these giant breakfasts every day. True. I never did ask that. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Oh, okay. That happens maybe when that's I get home. What's off of Instagram? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that's important to remember, you know, something that all of us fall prey to is thinking that everybody is more organized and cleaner and neater and has a more beautiful life than us uh, because of Instagram and social media. Mm. When the truth is everyone's just trying to make things work and make the best of it. Well, currently I have 10 unread emails in my inbox I am trying. That's better than 9,000. That's way better than 9,000. Yeah. Look at that. Major improvement. I'm yeah. proud of you. Huge thank you to Nicole Dressel. Everybody go listen to her podcast. It's called Inbox. Her co-host is Matt Straup. They're both very, very, very funny, and they have very funny people on. So as Anna pointed out, it can be a challenge to maintain a routine, but some people are just experts at it. I'm here with Gabby Moss, my co-features editor, and Bustle's fashion and beauty editor, Olivia Mentor. So, Gabby, what time do you go to bed? Oh, um, <laughs> I shoot for 12.30, but I do not always make it. <laughs> Olivia? Uh, 11, 11.30. And what time do you start getting ready for bed? 10.30. Okay, so about an hour Yeah. usually. Gabby, how much time do you budget to get ready in the morning? Oh, like 25 minutes. Olivia? 45 minutes to an hour. Guys, I'm at two hours. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I wanted to sit down with both of you because you're kind of at the opposite ends of this self-care routine spectrum. Olivia, why don't we start with you? And then Gabby, I'd love to hear yours. Sure. So my nighttime routine involves a lot of skincare. So the majority of it is just different products. Uh, it starts with washing my face, then using a toner, Oh, gosh, maybe I should write this down. <laughs> Washing my face using a toner. Then I use a face oil, a serum, moisturizer. There's eye cream in there. Um, let's see what else. I use hand lotion. Um, I want to read my book. I look at my phone. I turn on my humidifier. I get in bed. I look at my phone again, usually. <laughs> uh, and then I put my phone on airplane mode and go to sleep. And Gabby? Uh, I guess uh, my nighttime routine is I wash my face and put on moisturizer. Uh, I also um, take my medicine for my adult acne. So that's, that's a routine. <laughs> that's a routine. Very Simplified. important. Yeah. Um, but you, Gabby, 
have like much less of a structure, I would say. I think that people like Olivia are like magical unicorns to me. And like, <laughs> how can you even figure out what to put on, what order to put it on in? Like, how do you know if it's working? How do you even like, how do you know what's going on here? <laughs> For me, I never sat down one day and was like, I'm going to write out these 900,000 steps to, you know, make me go to sleep better at night. It was kind of just like I gradually started adding more steps and I found that it kind of relaxed me in a way because when you're doing them, you're not really thinking about anything else. It's kind of like my body signal that the day is winding down. But like, how did it start? Like, when were you like, I'm... I've really mastered, like, the face washing. It's time to get, like, to the next level. Level up. Well, I mean, of course, I am a beauty editor, so a lot of products land on my desk. And with that, I ended up trying things. Uh, So it was really just kind of trial and error, figuring out what worked for me uh, and what made my skin feel the best. And it really, honestly, has nothing to do with how my skin even looks, which... In the past, I think my only goal with skincare was really just, like, make sure I never have another breakout again in my entire life. And, of course, that's, like, every teenager, young adult. But as I got older and started using products uh, religiously, I guess I found that I just wanted to feel good and, like, I was still going to get breakouts and that was okay. Skin is, I mean, it's like why your body's largest organ, right? So you can't really control it to a certain extent. So I kind of change my thinking with skincare just to be something that I do for myself and if my skin looks great that's great and if it doesn't like that's a natural part of like existing in the world with pollution and everything else that affects your skin like I can't fix it you know yeah I think that that's part of the problem is that a lot of us are receiving so much information about routines and self-care and skincare and taking care of yourself and some of it is kind of garbage and I know Gabby you actually wrote a whole book about this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a little bit, a little bit about <laughs> tell that. Us, tell us about the book to bring our listeners up to speed. Uh, my book is called Glop, and it's kind of a parody of sort of modern high-end self-care, luxury culture, you know, like $10 juices and $500 yoga pants and, you know, meditating to have better skin, all of that kind of stuff. And 12-step nightly routines. <laughs> I, I did not come out against 12-step nightly routines. I'm just kidding. Well, I think that there's... A difference between routines that we all have become accustomed to, whether it's just brushing our teeth or making sure that we have our keys with us versus a 7 to 12 to 20 step, in some cases, beauty routine in the morning or at the night. What do you think is the balance there between those two things in your own lives? For me, it's, you know, these things that I do at night, I'm only doing them because they make me feel good. And it has nothing to do with waking up and looking a certain way or how something is going to look on Instagram or whatever. It's more just that it makes me feel my best. And I think that's how it should be for everyone's routine that they're going to develop. Yeah, seconded. I mean, also, like... I don't have a routine with this kind of stuff, like, you know, not because I'm just, like, salty about it in general. Like, I kind of tried it and just, like, didn't get it. Like, you know, I tried to do serum and I was like, what is this? What am I doing? Yeah, the pressure that's put on women. I I mean, maybe it's access and information about skincare and beauty routines and even meditation that people feel pressured that they need to do more of all of these things. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs. A gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. 
Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I should also note that, like, I am where I am today with this because I had over-the-top cystic acne up through, like, my late 20s. And I would, like, you know, try whatever, like, you know, Sephora moisturizer. And I'd be like, this is BS. This is doing nothing. So I developed, like, a personally hostile relationship with skincare. I'm 35 and I've tried uh, to have routines. I mean, not even with my skincare. I mean, in like any arena of my life at various points in my life. And I've just, you know, I've come to the conclusion that I'm just like a chaos demon. Like that's just who I am and not that much routine sticks to me. Yeah, Olivia, you said that like if you don't do your routine, that's how you know something is wrong and maybe avoid becoming a chaos demon. I think it kind of goes both ways. Like if I don't do it, it exasperates whatever I'm feeling. My nightly routine is something that allows me to check in with myself and like have a moment with myself that isn't, you know, meditation, which is a concept that is totally foreign to me and I could never do. Gabby, do you meditate? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot silence the mind. I think that that's one thing. Like if I I can make structure and I can try Mm -hmm. to alleviate chaos with steps and processes, but the noise is always there. Yeah. I think I don't want to make any assumptions, but I have a feeling we're all still phone in bed people. Oh yeah, I definitely am. I actually... And this is perhaps an insight into my routines. Any routines I do have are, like, prescribed by a doctor. So I have, like, this, uh, like, insomnia stuff. And I'm uh, told by my doctor to not look at anything for, like, an hour before I go to bed. So I don't. I mean, that is probably more life-changing than any other routine people could <laughs> true. do. But, but, like, I can only do it because, like, a doctor was like, listen, you can't keep coming here unless you stop looking at <laughs> I your need phone a doctor to tell me that. that. Like, I, I've tried the, like, keeping your phone in a different room, but in my mind, I'm like, well, if I wake up and someone is breaking into my house, like, <laughs> am I just going to scream? Like, how am I going to call 911? I guess I just can't. But. You should get one of those, uh, like, old person panic buttons. I like, a life alert. <laughs> like a life alert. Like a life alert. My boyfriend would be like, so this is the solution to not having the phone in the room? Okay. We should market those for millennial women. Oh, my God. That, we figured it all out. I think we're done. What if I just get you a novelty panic button from Spencer Gifts? With yeah. like, That'll be great. I'll just yeah. keep that right on my bedside with my face oil and my lotion and there the panic go. button. Now there's another step in your night routine. <laughs> great. I'm now remembering as we're having this discussion that, like, the one effective nighttime routine I've ever had is when I lived alone. I would masturbate every night. <laughs> and that did clear my mind. You know what? That is, I feel... Not underrated, <laughs> but definitely, I mean, I don't hear enough about that. <laughs> it's the only routine I can truthfully recommend. You know, the best part about that, it's free. It's true. It's free, and there's never a wrong order to do it in. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a, a really good point. And I think that brings up something that our listeners um, might have questions about, which is if you just want to add one small thing 
to your routine to help you chill out at night. Maybe you don't want to spend a ton of money on it. Can't spend a ton of money on it either. Gabby, I think you've answered the question. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I think the other options are good if, say, you know, you have to share a room or something. Maybe it's not that practical. Olivia, what do you recommend in that case? I mean, I don't know if I can beat that, to be honest. But um, I would say that if you're interested in developing a nightly routine and you have even the most minimal interest in skincare, I would suggest just trying, like, one product. And it doesn't have to be the perfect product for your skin even, I would just say go to a store and if you see something that you can afford and that looks pretty, just try adding that step to, you know, when you wash your face or brush your teeth or whatever and um, just take the time for yourself and see how it makes you feel. And then if it makes you feel good, maybe add on to that. I think masturbating is the same device, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. How it feels, add on. Add on, add on. Skincare and masturbation are really just one and the same. (laughs) Well, see, now that we're putting it in this context, I'm like, oh yeah, no, I bought a lot of accessories for that that only I know how to use, yeah. Well, let's save it it for another episode. (laughs) Okay, I am so excited about our next guest. Amanda Richards, our fashion and beauty features editor, was lucky enough to sit down with one of the new members of Netflix's Queer Eye, Jonathan Van Ness, you know, the one with the gorgeous flowing hair, to get the definitive answers on the mandatory aspects of a realistic grooming routine. I am here with Jonathan Van Ness, and he is on Netflix's revival of Queer Eye. Hello. Hi. Hi, Jonathan. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Cool. I, you are listed here as a groomer. Would you say that's accurate? Yes. Um, well, I'm a, I'm a hairstylist and a groomer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One who grooms. One who grooms. Okay. So what does grooming entail? Grooming is basically, it's getting, it can happen for a man or a woman, but it's basically when you're dealing with hair and face, but it's short of like a full on makeup application with like, I call it like an essential face. Mm -hmm. So it's like evening out the texture of the skin, making sure that you're just like really bright and awake and nice looking, but it's not necessarily doing like a full contour or like a full makeup application. Mm -hmm. It's like when I think grooming, I think like what happens to Chris Pratt before he walks the red carpet? What happens to Will Smith before he walks the red carpet? Okay. It's more for men. Men groom. Do I groom? Have I groomed? You would groom to like go to Whole Foods like on okay. a Sunday. Okay, yeah. Like brush up my eyebrows, yeah, yeah, put yeah. on a gloss. Yes. Just mm-hmm. like it's like more of your essential face. Okay, cool. This isn't like official, but between like five and seven products feels like a grooming moment. Mm-hmm. And then anything north of that, mm-hmm. it's like, because I mean, how many moisturizers are going to use? Like 50? No. Well. Probably not. Mm, I don't know. I, I layer. You do? Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. I love hydration. I love a good like 10-step K-beauty routine. Yeah, but that's not grooming. Because then you're, you're gonna right. put it's like too then, much. Yeah, well, no, it's not. It's, it's like not too much. But then you're I, you're no, because you're putting like you're because you're wearing like a gorgeous like you're wearing some gorgeous like brow and you're wearing like a little lip mm-hmm. and you're wearing, you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that feels like a makeup moment. That's not, yeah, you're right. I mean, I guess I'm but not I, right. There's no need to be right. I am gonna describe it as grooming if I feel like describing it as grooming. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, exactly. You know. I, you know, that's what we're all about right now. But I, when I think of the word grooming, the visual that comes to mind, it doesn't even matter what part of the body it is. It's just rapidly brushing hair. Totally. Just like, yes. Grooming. Yes. Maybe like a snip snip. I don't know. Yeah. It's like it's like just removing anything that would cause someone to notice that it shouldn't be there. Right. Okay. So we have crowdsourced questions from Bustle editors about grooming and habits. So first question, should someone shower in the morning or at night? So if you are going to really like work out really hard in the morning, then you should work out or you should shower after that. Yeah, it really depends on your schedule. But I would say if you have thick, curly hair that requires a blow dry, Mm -hmm. wash in the morning. That's a great tip. That's good to know. What's grosser, not brushing your teeth twice a day or not showering every day? Not brushing your teeth. 
Really? Yes. Okay, great. If you're not sweating and getting nasty, like you don't need to upset the natural balance of the oils in your skin by taking chemicals and sulfates to it on a daily basis, I think. I agree. And you know, the the hot water of a shower can really dry out your skin as well. Uh, What's worse, not washing your face at night or not wearing sunscreen? Those are both just so. If you could see the look on his face right now, he's like both, so torn. Honestly, those are like the Sophie only two. Th- honestly, that's like the only two. Th- I, oh, well, because if you don't wash your face, it's immediately messed up because you're gonna probably have zits and some sort of like breakout of, you know, bacterial proportions. Then if you don't wear sunscreen, you're gonna look like hell in like ten years. So I really. It's they're both bad. It depends. So I guess the answer is it depends on if you like the long game or the short game. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's up to everybody. It's a personal. Thing. I think I like the long game. So I'm going to say put on sunscreen. All right. How much dry shampoo is too much dry shampoo? When you put your fingers on the back of your neck to run your fingers through your hair and it just doesn't go in because there's like so much texture on your root, which is actually may or may not where I could maybe be today on day five of press moment. Mm hmm. Really been working some dry shampoo into this hair, <laughs> and so it reaches a point where it can't absorb. Yeah, anymore. Mm-hmm. it's like I just need to. I just need to be washed. So when you have like a grit, you yes. feel that real grit. Yeah, yeah, like if you can't run your fingers from your scalp, it's an issue. Okay, and what are your thoughts on the no poo method? I'm into co-washes. You know, I think that most of the problems that are that we experience having hair, which is over oily scalp and dry ends, comes from the presence of so much sodium lauryl sulfates and sulfates of different descriptions in shampoo, and that overstimulates the sebaceous oil glands in the scalp, and then it leaves the ends feeling really, really dry. So I think anything that is a co-wash, you know, a normal shampoo is like an AK-47, mm-hmm. and a co-wash, you know, or a no poo is like a BB gun or like a slingshot. So I think co-washes are great. Some of my favorite co-washes are Shuamore Cleansing Oil, and I also really like the Hair Story New Wash. Okay. How about toner? Is it a scam? No. You believe in toner? Yes. Hashtag I believe in toner. I love facial toner. Okay, great. Because there is a controversy in beauty that, like, sometimes, like, it's a scam. I do think astringent toner is a myth because I think that's the same thing of, like, overwashing your hair. It's like our face skin is very sensitive, and I don't don't see the benefit of taking, like, an alcohol pad or something that's, like, alcohol-based and wiping your face down with it. So I, I, I don't support those, but I do support like a hydrating mist, like a little lavender facial tonic or a rose oil facial tonic, something like this. I agree. I live to mist. Yeah. Um, what is the weirdest product you've ever discovered in someone's medicine cabinet? Probably body antifungal lotion. Ooh. Well, people need that. People get fungus, you know. Or... But it wasn't like for your toenails. It was like for your skin. <laughs> okay. Okay. He had like those like little white spots. And it turns out that's like a fungus. I hope that person isn't listening to the podcast because he's going to know who I'm talking if about. If he is listening to this podcast, I just wanted to know that like things happen. It's and normal. We I support have psoriasis. You. I have yeah. such bad psoriasis. I have a weird eczema patch. Like it's totally We're fine. We're all just doing the best we can. Yeah. And also I think fungus like is made worse by the fact that it's called fungus, which yeah. is the worst word in the English language. Yeah. Because if it was called like felt. Mm-hmm. It'd be fine. Right. Oh, my God. I'm, my body's covered in felt. Like, that sounds lovely. Yeah. But fungus. Or I'm having, like, this felt issue, like, on my yeah. shoulder. Yeah. We support you, person with fungus. Okay. What is the number one skincare product that every millennial woman needs to have? Hmm. I would say Cover FX. 
their oil-based sunscreen. Very specific. I like that. Yeah, well, because it's like got a nice SPF 30 and it lasts a long time. And the reason it's my favorite face sunscreen is because like once I put it on, I don't feel like I'm wearing it. And it also doesn't mess up uh, concealer or anything like that I put over it. Also, were you paid by CoverFX to say that? No. <laughs> no, no. You just love it. I actually haven't gotten like any of those like endorsements moments yet. But if they're listening, I don't want to pay for CoverFX anymore. <laughs> CoverFX, send Jonathan some samples. I just like smart products. Yes, me too. I like products that actually work and also... Make Do the problem double better. duty and make the problem better. Yes. Makeup with skincare in it. Yes. Amazing. What is the most important part of your body to exfoliate regularly? Right now, I feel like not like aggressively exfoliate, but like a lip for winter. Yeah. Just I'm like a gentle, yeah, gentle little, because it's just like these elements be mm-hmm. so intense. Blackhead popping videos, yes or no? Yes. Popping your own blackheads, yes or no? With proper prep and education, yes. Wash your hands. Don't do it when it's not ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, cleanse okay. your skin beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, don't touch a bunch of stuff and then do it. Final question. What is the one grooming task to complete if you can only complete one grooming task? All the stuff in your mouth. Thank you so much for being here, Jonathan. I really love talking to you. Thank you. Yeah, you too. Yes, definitely. I agree with Jonathan. Floss, brush your teeth, do it all. I believe in you. That's it for our show. Next week, we have the cast of the new movie, Love, Simon, and YouTube comedian, author, and fellow podcaster, Hannah Hart. Those of us who really struggle with meditation or trying to get into that meditative place, the float tank kind of leads you there no matter what, because you're going to be floating in a black room in body temperature water for an hour. This show was produced by Julia Shu and Anna Parsons with editorial guidance from Roseanne Salvatore. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. We want to hear what you love most about the show. You can reach us at huddle at bustle.com. I'm Caitlin Aber, and we'll see you next week. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.